I am unwilling to give up, that I will start over from scratch as many times as it takes to get where I want to be. I want to be. You just want to make sure you will get knocked down, but just make sure you don't get knocked out, knocked out. So your only choice should be go focus on what you can control, control, control. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Kara Golden Show. Join me each week for inspiring conversations with some of the world's greatest leaders, We'll talk with founders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and really some of the most interesting people of our time. Can't wait to get started. Let's go. Let's go. Hi, everyone. It's Kara Golden from The Kara Golden Show, and I'm thrilled to have my next guest here. He has such an amazing product, a fun product, but also a Duh, why didn't I think of this product? Uh, it's it's so, so good. So Oliver Zach is the co-founder and CEO of Mad Rabbit. And if you have not heard of Mad Rabbit and you happen to have any ink, you should definitely, definitely check it out. But I also found that even though uh, I don't actually have ink, I have kids who do uh, have it, it's uh, it's also just amazing products that uh, are really terrific and, and quality. So Mad Rabbit is changing the game in the tattoo aftermarket uh, by bringing preventative and post-aftercare products to consumers to help improve the healing process and preserve tattoos. They also have the pre-products as well. Uh, So we'll get a little bit more into that, but I'm excited to hear about all the journey that they've been through as a company and uh, also that Shark Tank episode that some people might have seen along the way that was so good, plus their unique retail strategy that allows them to take a different approach to brand building. Uh, So without further ado, welcome Oliver. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Kara. I'm excited to be here. Totally. So uh, really, really nice to have you. And again, like I said, the products are really, really great. And I'd love to hear straight from you, even though I've given a tiny intro about you and, and the company. But for those who aren't familiar with Mad Rabbit, how do you describe it to people? Mad Rabbit is really the ultimate skincare system for a tattooed person. Um, I think kind of the crux of the niche that we're operating in. It comes from a lot of the big CPG companies really formulating for the masses, right? And uh, what are the masses? That's 51% or greater. Um, You know, until recently, uh, back in 2012, only 20% of uh, United States adults had at least one tattoo. Hmm. And as we're approaching 2024, it's going to be more like 48%. So there's a ton of uh, cultural adoption, normalization, Um, etc. that's happening within tattoo culture. Um, And really up until that point, I don't I don't think the larger companies have really given the market the the fair look it deserves. So what that turned into is an opportunity for us to formulate on behalf of the tattooed consumer. Um, And that's, you know, not only being sure to not include ingredients that could be potentially harmful for a tattoo, um, like chemical based fragrances that strip the skin, overloaded levels of vitamin E is kind of an interesting mm-hmm. one because it's a great ingredient in, in most moisturizers because it removes impurities in your skin. Really anything you grab off the shelf at, at CVS is going to have a lot of it in it. But if you're healing a new tattoo, ink is is definitely an impurity in your skin and you just spend hours packing it in. So you can be, think you're doing a great job of taking care of your tattoo, uh, but actively be working against the presentation over time. So Mad Rabbit 
is essentially the solution to that. We offer products, everything from pre-care, which is, you know, our numbing cream products, um, all the way to aftercare. And then a line that I like to call daily maintenance that really has, um, your, your tattoos in mind as far as the shower and body lotions and, and products like that that you use, use on a daily basis. So I have to imagine that you had an issue uh, with with a tattoo, and that was kind of the, the background of how this all started. But can you give me a little bit of the backstory? How did you think this up? Yeah, thankfully, it wasn't like a catastrophic, um, my tattoo is, is a big smudge now. Um, however, I did have two or three at the time and I remember having my fourth appointment booked and being really frustrated with the scabbing process of tattoo healing. So for those who don't know, or for those that do even, um, there's a two to three week period after you get a new tattoo where your body's healing, right? It's creating scabs, especially if you're using a a heavy occlusive product, like a petroleum jelly. Um, now scabs are great if you, you know, fall off your bike and scrape your knee because, it's your body's way of building a barrier to defend to uh, bacteria and dirt getting into the body. Um, however, when you're healing in a, t- a new tattoo, you actually don't want scabs because the ink gets lodged in the scab. And then when the scab falls off, you get immediate ink loss. So your tattoo can look pretty rough, you know, the first two weeks after you get it. So we sought out to create um, a more natural solution to that. Um, it wasn't our first product. It was actually our second product that we, we got to innovating on that pain point with our, our soothing gel, which is an aloe vera base. Um, but, but that pain point of, of the tattoo healing process was really what drew us to the, the broader market. Thinking about what's for dinner, but you haven't had a minute to even think about it before now? Well, let's not make that mistake again. I have a tip for you. Factor. Stress-free, delicious, ready-to-eat meals, just perfect for spring and summer yumminess. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes or less. Choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, keto, vegan, veggie, or calorie smart. Factor has you covered. Discover more than 60 add-ons every week, too like breakfast and on-the-go lunch choices, snacks and beverages now too. Stay fueled and feel good all day long with whatever they are creating over at Factor for you. And the best part, each meal is ready to eat in just two minutes or less. And who wouldn't want that? Factor is your solution for fast premium meals without the need for cooking. Get started today and fuel up for your spring and summer goals. What are you waiting for? Head to factormeals.com slash golden50 and use code golden50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code golden50 at factormeals.com slash golden50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's code GOLDEN50 at factormeals.com slash GOLDEN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. In today's world, which I will admit can at times seem filled with too much of the wrong information, it's essential to find a good source that truly gets to the heart of what I want to know. I am super excited about our next sponsor as I've been a big fan of their content for some time now. That sponsor is the Washington Post. 
Their depth on topics from business to tech isn't just impressive, it's essential reading for me. Whether I'm catching up on the latest tech trends or understanding how the day's news truly impacts my family, the Washington Post is my trusted source. Let's talk specifics. Their business and tech coverage, absolutely top-notch. Just imagine having the most insightful articles at your fingertips, including the unparalleled AI reporting from Drew Harwell or the pulse on tech and online culture from Taylor Lorenz. And the best part? You can listen to articles just like you listen to this podcast, making it perfect for your busy lifestyle. I was just reading an article from one of my favorite Washington Post writers, Frances Stead Sellers. She covers entrepreneurs like myself, but also covers other interesting topics, including health, as well as some very interesting books. I also love getting their For You newsletter, which is their roundup of stories tailored just for my interests, right in my inbox every evening. The Washington Post app is super well done, I think. It makes it incredibly easy to stay up to date and follow my favorite journalists on the go. And if you ever thought that the Washington Post is just about politics, think again. They cover everything under the sun, from climate and culture to crosswords and cooking, providing a world of surprising stories and vital insights. Okay, enough of the love fest that I have for the Washington Post. Here's the deal. Being a listener of The Kara Golden Show has its benefits, and this one is too good to miss. Now is the time to sign up for The Washington Post. Go to WashingtonPost.com slash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's 80% off their typical offer. So this is truly a steal. Once again, that's WashingtonPost.com backslash Kara Golden to subscribe for just 50 cents per week for your first year. That's awesome. So you're, you actually started the company when you were still in school. Yes. Yes. Second semester, senior year. So we, we had our full-time jobs, my co-founder and I, and we were on our way out and um, decided to to go for one last hurrah together. And it turned out to be <laughs> the best idea yet. So That's- we had a couple of businesses in college together. Uh, before, but um, yeah, decided to take one more swing at it. So tell me about those businesses. I hesitate to call them businesses. They are for a college student. Um, a lot of them involve drop shipping models, right? So not us actually um, taking inventory of the product that we purchase or us selling our own product necessarily, but really creating a brand and differentiating on the, on the branding front with customer service and ambassador programs. Um, things like that, which is is stuff that we definitely implemented into Mad Rabbit as well. Um, but we sold everything from from t shirts to bathing suits uh, online before starting Mad Rabbit. So, did you always know that you were going to be an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur in the tattoo space? I mean, was this always like in the back of your head? I definitely never thought I would be the tattoo guy. <laughs> I always thought they were cool, and you know, I never envisioned myself having a full sleeve. You know, I'm four years in, and I'm I'm up to I think twelve tattoos now. So <laughs> I'm picking up the pace, and I'm slowly becoming the tattoo guy. But um, no, I think I my dream was was always to be an entrepreneur. Um, throughout high school, I was involved in pitch competitions. Um, I had three internships with startups before even starting college. Um, so that's kind of how I spent my summers as a kid, and really just absorbing 
problem solving and uh, being a fly on the wall during a lot of, you know, critical and stressful conversations and uh, learning a lot about people management and kind of those early stages um, where, where everyone wears a lot of hats. It's kind of a, a funky time of business. And um, we're just now starting to get to the point where we're building out different departments and um, hiring support under people. Um, so I think those kind of early exposures to startups went a long way as far as how we operated the business for the first couple of years. So t- you have a co-founder, uh, you mentioned. Yes. And so had you started other businesses in college with him? Yeah. So he was Salam. Um, he was the one who actually brought to me the idea of, of e-commerce to begin with. Um, it wasn't really a track that I had considered focusing on. I always figured, you know, my first business would be in tech or something like that down the line. Um, but he got me started selling online through Shopify. And I really saw the the broader opportunity that the advertising space allowed, um, brands to start up with. This was back pre-iOS 14. So there's a really strong opportunity for you to test product market fit with Facebook ads and really know who is purchasing your product. Um, So that's what I ended up loving about it early on. And um, as a result of him bringing that knowledge to me, we started a few businesses together and that's what kind of got us started. So when you think about uh, or maybe advise other people who come to you who are thinking about starting a company, do you think you would always have a co-founder? Always. Uh, for me, at least. I'm, I recognize my shortcomings. I'm not a superhero. I recommend finding the yin to your yang. Mm-hmm. Um, Salam is fantastic at, at everything I'm not and uh, vice versa. And because of that, we really we're just optimal for each other. And really the key was establishing what your communication looks like with your co-founder. Um, he and I were 50, 50 partners from the start. So, um, you know, we, we agreed that every decision had to be made with the business in mind and, you know, personal vendettas and everything aside, um, we, we'll get in a disagreement and it won't last more than 10 minutes mostly. That's awesome. And we'll never walk away from it frustrated with each other. So I think it was kind of just a commitment to each other that we made sure to kind of set in stone. Um, and everything else has, has worked out fantastically. Were you guys friends uh, initially or did you meet in a business class or uh, how did you guys connect? We rushed the same business fraternity freshman year, um, which is cool. And, and we, we became friends. I wouldn't say we were... Um, you know, best friends to begin with. But by junior year, we were living in the same apartment building, um, hanging out more and more. And then senior year, I think, is kind of where we we really, um, <laughs> our marriage began, if you will. I love it. And so what year did, did Mad Rabbit actually start? 2019. Okay. Oh, interesting. So right before yeah. the pandemic uh, yeah. and uh, crazy, crazy time um, that I think you will always, we'll all all always remember, but you'll have your own stories uh, to share along the way. When I started uh, Hint, we were just a couple of years in um, and, you know, saw the 2008-2009 financial crisis. And I have my own, you know, stories from that experience, which I've shared along the way. And it's, uh, you know, they just make you stronger. They make you totally. uh, think about things differently. And I know that there was a lot that I was thinking about as I was, um, you know, managing during uh, COVID, uh, managing a business that, you know, thought 
back on on those times and what worked and what didn't work, even though they were very different situations, there were some similarities uh, along the way for sure. So it's uh, consider it something that you have now been able to experience that you'll carry with you um, on something that you were able to you know learn a lot and uh, definitely figure out how to move forward. I'm I'm definitely thankful for COVID um, in a in a very funny way. Um, you know, it it allowed us to really focus on on digital advertising and being a direct to consumer business, which is what we were good at. We knew how to advertise online, and we we didn't have the distraction of you know what does our boots on the ground presence look like or how are we how are we coming across and educating in stores. Um, it really allowed us to focus on what we were good at and build a, a strong base and. Um, really start getting our name out there. Uh, it was part of the pipeline that eventually led us to Shark Tank, which would then go on to give us a ton more household name exposure. Um, so in, in a way, and I, I wouldn't change it as awful as that sounds, like it was a fantastic time for us to be starting the business. And I think part of that is doing the best with what you can at, at the time, right? Like we could have been really frustrated and and not used mad rabbit as a creative outlet and uh you know gotten home from work and instead of working for a few hours on on the shopify site we could have just gone to bed or gone and played video games like i think a lot of people did but um we really chose to to dig in and make the best use of what was honestly just an awful world time in the world um and i'm really thankful for it i think it was just a mentality difference we had yeah no definitely absolutely so the name before we get into the shark tank uh, mm-hmm. background a little bit and story. I'd love to hear where did the name come from? This is always the the funny thing. Um, so there's no, there's no immaculate conception story of the name mad rabbit. It, um, I was very, very passionate about it evoking natural and American made um, two of which two of things of which I was, I was very passionate that mad rabbit continues to be. Uh, so we we pulled from American folklore, and the Mad Rabbit mascot is actually a, a jackalope, which is a horned rabbit. Um, so I, beyond you know really wanting to cater to a certain brand feel, um, I, I also wanted it to be something that stood out once you knew what it was. So for example, um, Red Bull, you don't inherently know that it's an energy drink until you do know, and then you'll never forget it. Same thing with Apple. Um, etc. So that kind of route appealed to me from a brand building perspective, as opposed to going with something like Tattoo Boost or Incafy or something uh, a little bit more on the nose. So let's get into Shark Tank. You were on Shark Tank, and uh, we've had a lot of guests actually that have had a good and bad experiences on on Shark Tank, or I should say pretty much all good experiences, even though um, some of them, many of them didn't actually get a deal, but you actually got a deal uh, with Mark Mm -hmm. Cuban. Um, So amazing. He's on my list uh, to have as a guest on the show. So uh, you can let him know that when he listens to this episode. I'll put in a good word. (laughs) He'd be awesome. So how how has that experience helped you to really grow the business? In a lot of ways, uh, and I would say most of them are are indirect. I think it went a very long way as far as getting the word out there that tattoo aftercare exists. Seventy um, percent of our our customers, it's the first tattoo specific product they've ever purchased. So we're 
we're very much kind of creating a new market here. And I think being on TV multiple times as it re-airs is just a great kind of funnel for, for letting people know that there's a product worth educating on out there. Um, from a more you know personal perspective, Mark Cuban has been a fantastic follow-on investor for us. He, I think he's given us over a million dollars of additional capital since the show um, and has always been there as far as, as advice and, and connections and, and things like that. Um, I would say I think we had more of our bases covered than a lot of companies do when they, they appear on Shark Tank, right? Like some of them are even pre-revenue. Um, but we had our marketing figured out and our accounting and all of that kind of mom and pop shop setup value that I think a lot of the sharks bring to the table mm-hmm. uh, with their their broader network. So weren't able to realize a lot from that perspective. But um, as far as having him on the cap table and his advocacy, he's he's been an incredible partner for us. So anybody who's thinking about going on Shark Tank, would you say like knowing what you know today, like definitely have your... Uh, have your numbers, your financials all kind of yeah. locked in, in in your mind before you get out there. But also, is there any other pieces that you would say, like, it's never going to happen unless you... I think knowing your numbers and having confidence in them and having confidence in your business model, that's like table stakes. Mm-hmm. If, if, if there's a no to any of those boxes being checked, um, I would say hold off until you, you can check those boxes. Um, I think that you really need to illustrate the business model very clearly and concisely. Uh, You only have 30 to 50 minutes to really make your case. So if you have any questions about how your business works or if your pricing strategy isn't figured out, um, that's again where I would say delay. But I do think that by and large, um, there's just about every company in every industry I would recommend uh, checks out Shark Tank, assuming they have those kind of boxes checked, if you will. Uh, it was a fantastic experience for us. There's been so many, like PR has, has been a, a fantastic uh, result of, of I'm sure. Shark Tank, uh, follow-on investment. Uh, re- it got us started on the VC track, right? So we, we really leveraged that momentum to kick off our seed raise and that kind of propelled our our VC track from there, if you will. So how have you financed the company beyond that? Yeah, really, really mostly equity raises. Um, we've raised about $12 million to date, um, which is really exciting. We just closed our seed round um, within the last two months. Yay! So fr- freshly capitalized during a pretty sketchy time to be raising. And um, yeah, we have runway for the next couple of years, which, which is really exciting. That's awesome. So your business model is obviously direct to consumer, uh, but mm-hmm. where else can people find your products besides uh, online? So 2023 is the year of retail for us. Uh, we just completed a massive rollout to GNC, which is a really exciting partner for us because we think there's a lot of consumer overlap with the tattooed customer and the fitness and wellness uh, consumer. Um, not only do they care what they're putting in their body, but they care about what their body looks like, of course. So um, not only is it a highly tattooed population that resonates with with GNC, but um, like I said, they're also a very passionate audience when it comes to their, their body and how they look. Um, in addition to that, we have a very exciting uh, reta- national retailer rollout happening later this year. I can't, can't say uh, which company quite yet, but it's going to be 
seven SKUs um, across the whole country. So really hoping to create a tattoo destination uh, and really a new category within retail. So is there anybody else that you look at that's kind of in this category or have people kind of touched on it? You you touched on it in the beginning in terms of talking about like vitamin E and some of these sort of tricks mm-hmm. of the trade once you get uh, your tattoo, how to keep the ink that mm-hmm. much nicer and and uh, exactly what you want and the healing process, et cetera. But is there anybody, like how big is the category in terms of other players in the space? I think the way I view our competition is is either legacy or kind of copycat. Um, so the legacy side of it is is... Honestly, I, I equate it to just um, outdated skincare practices, right? So in, in the way that SPF has come a long way as far as natural and mineral-based sunscreens are, are very popular, uh, in the same way that natural deodorants that are aluminum-free are becoming very popular, um, the tattoo industry is, is probably 10 to 15 years on the, behind on that, that natural track. Um, so we really are the only brand in the space operating at the scale that we are um, with a, a clean and natural product development thesis. Uh, and some of the legacy brands that that we're competing with tend to have petroleum jelly bases and um, really just don't have the, the consumer's skin in mind uh, as far as servicing them. So the perfect consumer coming to you gets the numbing cream, right? That take, take mm-hmm. me through the products that, you know, the perfect consumer for you would, uh, would use. Sure. So the numbing cream is a really cool product for us because it's the first one that, uh, can really bring new entrants into the tattoo world. So, uh, pain and permanence are kind of the two reasons why someone doesn't get a tattoo. Right. And like, cause if they're afraid of it being permanent, I mean, if you can take one of those away, you're bringing a ton of, of new people into the market who otherwise wouldn't have gotten a tattoo. So uh, we actually are seeing a lot of people using the numbing cream for their first tattoo. After the tattoo appointment, we would then recommend the soothing gel, which is an aloe vera base, and it kind of contributes to a skin flaking heel as opposed to a scabbing heel, uh, which is, is much safer for the tattoo. You don't get any of that ink loss. Um, from there, you're going to want to move to an unscented balm or lotion. Uh, we sell both of them. Um, our unscented balm is in a stick form, and then our lotion we have in a pump and a tube. And then those are those are both great for for daily use. I use them pretty much on my whole body, but you can also use them as a spot moisturizer if you're going out and you want your tattoos to pop, etc. And then it's it's really in, deep into the daily maintenance stuff. So body washes, bar soaps, um, lotions, etc. Most recently, we, we kicked off our professional line, which if you kind of compare it to hair or beauty, uh, it's, it'd be like a back bar product, right? The products that the stylists use in every single haircut. Uh, we developed an all-natural and vegan tattoo glide that's used in the tattooing process. And basically what that does is it lubricates the needle every time it enters the skin so you don't get any snags in the tattooing process. So we have historically been bringing this, um, you know, clean and natural product development thesis to the consumer of, of tattoo culture. But now we're also starting to innovate on the professional side, which is really exciting. So you'll start to go into places where people are actually getting the tattoos done. Yes. Yep. That's a whole other kind of side of our retail 
um, plans, which is really cool. Uh, we have the opportunity to not only sell in tattoo parlors, which there's 30,000 of them fragmented across the United States, but um, the other kind of unique thing about tattoos is it's pretty culture agnostic, right? So surfers and skateboarders will resonate with our products and pick us up at a surf shop. Um, but also chefs are a huge, highly tattooed population. So, um, you know, we can make sense at Whole Foods. Um, in addition to that, there's, uh, you know, the military subculture, right, which is a huge, highly tattooed population. So it makes sense for us to sell on Army and Air Force bases. It's a really unique product that that resonates on a bunch of different shelves, which is really exciting. That is very, very cool. So is there one product that you're really known for that's kind of the hero product? Our tattoo balm is what made us famous. Um, seven all-natural ingredients, again, like a spot moisturizer. Yeah. Um, that was the product that we did $3 million off of in the first two years and really ran the business off of for the first two years. It wasn't until our third year of business that we started expanding product lines. More recently, our, our soothing gel has really kicked off um, successfully on TikTok. Um, we have this viral trend where you take a glob of soothing gel on a tongue depressor and spread it over a new tattoo. And there's like a magnifying effect, which makes it more viral on TikTok and, and Instagram for some reason. It's, it's pretty soothing to watch. Um, so that's been, a, that's been a great growth engine for us. For content. Um, so I would say one of those two. So I was going to ask you, how have you gotten the word out about Mad Rabbit? Partially just because tattoos are cool and people love looking at them all day. So, I mean, it's really just like an evergreen content source for us. Uh, we leverage UGC massively. Our socials um, share customer testimonials, artist testimonials all the time. We do a lot of storytelling on our YouTube we're definitely a, a very socially driven brand. We just recently crossed a million followers across our socials, which is really exciting. But I think kind of the challenge ahead of us is really how do we transcend from a social brand to, you know, an in-person, all-encompassing omni-channel brand. Yeah, no, definitely. So as a founder and an entrepreneur, I know that we don't always get credit for the things that, you know, we've done inside that is... uh that is really hard, uh, you know, and it, that is not sort of part of the um, kind of the consumer facing uh, messages that we send out there. Uh, one of the experience I talk about a lot is actually taking a, uh, a product that's using fruit and not wanting to use preservatives in the product uh, early on and ultimately ended up creating a process for the entire industry that very few people know about that uh, was actually pasteurizing water. Uh, people were pasteurizing juice, but they weren't actually pasteurizing water. And I had uh, many, many bottlers tell me can't be done and kept asking why and annoying the crap out of people and not having you know, the right experience in their mind to actually know what I was talking about. But it's, uh, we ultimately figured it out. And then uh, it's now become industry standard that many beverages use. But is there anything that you're super proud of that, uh, you, that you don't talk a lot about, but maybe you talk to your co-founder about it and say, you know... Like, remember when we did it that way and some of the stories along the way that are pretty funny? There's a million stories along the way. I think the most um, satisfying for me is seeing 
the work kind of come to light in person. So kind of like I was alluding to, very digital brand, born and raised during COVID, um, scaled digitally. It's the first few years of this has totally felt like a video game. <laughs> like it's 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 fake monopoly money. Um, you're you're not interacting with the team that you hired because uh, you know you're scattered all across the country. Uh, but really, in those in-person moments, whether it's at a tattoo convention or um, I'm, I'm excited to share that we're opening up our first headquarters in Los Angeles this summer. Um, it's kind of the the in-person and, and really tangible things that really excite me. Um, so I, I think that will probably be my most proud accomplishment is kind of breaking ground or cutting the ribbon on our, our headquarters and feeling like we really finally did it. Um, and then the other kind of side of the business that people don't really see, but I really enjoy is the product development side. Mm-hmm. So working with our chemist and our manufacturer, testing the products, um, giving product feedback, and then finally seeing it come to fruition and its its final packaging is just a very satisfying start to finish process for me. And it kind of reminds me, I get a, a bit of nostalgia and a feeling back to when Salam and I were cooking it in our crock pot in my apartment kitchen. So that that hasn't really lost its luster yet. I love it. So best advice that you've ever received? Best advice I've ever received is don't take everyone's advice. Uh, kind of to your point on, on how you had to build out this completely different system that no one really thought was possible. Like you're going to get a lot more bad advice than you are good advice. And I, I don't think someone should place more weight on the opinion of others than the opinion of themselves, especially if you're operating um, in a, in a business where you really are innovating and, and shaking up the space. Um, so I would say, be careful who you, who you do take advice from would be, would be my best advice. Yeah. Well, I also think that sometimes you're in positions where you'll, you know, ask for advice or, uh, people will offer advice, I should say, and it's okay to listen. Um, but actually determine whether or not you're actually going to take it. We had Sam Parr on from, uh, the hustle. I don't know if you know, he's great. Yeah. He's awesome. And he sort of said, uh, a similar thing, you know, that he thought everybody in Silicon Valley was smarter than he was when he first started. And he really realized that, you know, there's a lot of nice people out there too. Um, but you have to figure out to some extent your own path and your own way and make mistakes along the way too. Well, to your point, I think that's, I think that's a very important caveat is you should also be a listener. So that is my advice with the asterisk of saying that I am definitely a listener. I'm not the loudest person in the room, I often spend most of the conversation listening to the perspectives of others. Um, but that's not to say that you just, you know, blindly follow an opinion, um, I think is, is kind of what I was getting at. But I think that is my other piece of advice is, you know, you're not the smartest person in the room and don't don't pretend to be. You don't have all the answers, right? You surround yourself and you hire incredibly talented people for their opinions and for their perspectives. So just make sure that you're hearing people out is, is definitely another piece of advice that I have. Well, Oliver, best of luck with everything. You're off to an incredible start, and it's such. I'm I'm really really uh, excited for you guys because I think that you've really nailed it, and it's uh, it's really exciting to meet you. And uh, early on in the process, and I think you guys are going to do really super great things. So we'll have all the info in the show notes uh, as well. But thank you again, and have a great rest of the week. Thanks, Kara. Really appreciate it. 
Thanks again for listening to The Kara Golden Show. If you would, please give us a review and feel free to share this podcast with others who would benefit. And of course, feel free to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of our podcast. Just a reminder that I can be found on all platforms at Kara Golden. And if you want to hear more about my journey, I hope you will have a listen or pick up a copy of my book, Undaunted, which I share my journey, including founding and building Hint. We are here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great rest of the week and 2023. And goodbye for now. Before we sign off, I want to talk to you about fear. People like to talk about fearless leaders, but achieving big goals isn't about fearlessness. Successful leaders recognize their fears and decide to deal with them head on in order to move forward. This is where my new book, Undaunted, comes in. This book is designed for anyone who wants to succeed in the face of fear, overcome doubts, and live a little undaunted. Order your copy today at undauntedthebook.com and learn how to look your doubts and doubters in the eye and achieve your dreams. For a limited time, you'll also receive a free case of Hint Water. Do you have a question for me or want to nominate an innovator to Spotlight? Send me a tweet at Kara Golden and let me know. And if you like what you heard, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. You can also follow along with me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn at Kara Golden. Golden. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.